After 24 hours of hibernation, the Arizona Cardinals made a couple roster moves yesterday. What does it mean? What's next? And we say goodbye to 5-5, where he signs for a monster contract with an AFC West team. And I think that Bo and I have the perfect replacement for AJ Green on the outside for the Arizona Cardinals. Alex Lancey, Bo Brock, Locked on Cardinals. Giddy up. Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome in Alex Clancy, Alex Clancy, Bob Rock, Locked On Cardinals. Follow him at Bob Rack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Also on YouTube, rocking and rolling over 2,100 subscribers. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. You specifically. Thank you for those listening out there. Um, jam show again today. Cardinals after 24 hours of no moves, make a couple moves. Um, not sure how minor they are, how major they could become. But it's two names that fill needs that the Arizona Cardinals have, uh, which is important. Chandler Jones is a member of the Oakland Raiders, signs for a sweet lot of cheese. Is that what I said yesterday? I mean, he signed for a lot of money, and there's no way the Arizona Cardinals could have matched it. And there's a free agent wide receiver, as of about full disclosure, three and a half minutes before we record this podcast, that would be perfect in Arizona even though he wouldn't be able to wear his original number if he were to sign here. Um, Jeff Gladney, 25-year-old corner, signed to a two-year deal coming over from Minnesota. Seems like over the last couple of years, the Cardinals have just swapped players with the Minnesota Vikings. Patrick Peterson going, Mason Cole going, now Jordan Hicks. Jeff Gladney signed a two-year deal. Um, this fills a need in some capacity. We, Our boy Luke Braun over at Locked on Vikings had... Um, up and down things to say about him. We're not going to discuss the off the field things. We're going to talk about football specifically. And all we know is the corner at a, t at a TCU, um, 25 years old, not 35. And I think that's a win. And then the Cardinals bring back Max Williams on a one-year deal. The reason why I prefaced it the way that I did was both of these gentlemen could have huge impacts on this roster, or they could just be, guys that suit up on Sundays. We don't really know, even though Max Williams had a huge impact on this team before getting injured midway through last season. So thoughts on checking a box with a corner, even though he's not potentially a high-impact one, and bringing Max Williams back, a uh, fan favorite, a guy that runs really weird, and uh, a guy that's one of the best blocking tight ends in football. Yeah, he, he runs like a Lego man. Very yeah. short strides, but he did show just uh, exponential growth as far as his receiving game kind of became the forgotten man as far as opposing defenses and he, he benefited from that and max williams was looking great looking for a career year before he suffered the injury last season but it also turned into the arizona cardinals going out and getting zach Ertz, and now they're both a part of the same tight end room and man have how far have we come alex from uh one espn uh pundit ranking the arizona cardinals tight end room the worst by far the worst room in all of the NFL, and now I think that they have a very strong tight end room because what Zach Ertz brings as far as his playmaking ability and Max Williams, who's been in the last five seasons 
a 70 grade run, uh, just run blocker. I think you get kind of the best of both worlds. I like what the Arizona Cardinals are doing with the tight end position. As far as Gladney goes, uh, what Luke Braun broke down as far as a scouting report was a guy who was uh, he was kind of thrown to the fire like Byron Murphy early, a first-round pick at a TCU, had to play in a very tough defense for Mike Zimmer, a lot of snaps, and was not successful his only rookie season for the Minnesota Vikings, but that's expected. But as far as the skill set, it's there. Uh, he just has to develop. He's a tough, hard-as-nails hard guy. That's what Braun called him. He's country strong, according to other stuff I read about him. Plays bigger than his size. He's at six feet. Uh, he's ran a sub-4, 540, and uh, I think that you have to be excited. I think he fits in with the style of play that Byron Murphy Jr. and Mark Wilson bring to the table. Not shy of contact. You're not going to see the P3 plays that you're used to seeing in the desert from the cornerback position. So, uh, you know, nice piece. You know, RJ from Yuma hit me up. He said, if this is the only move, yeah, this is a disaster. But look, rest assured, this is, these aren't the only moves the Arizona Cardinals are going to make. They're going to continue to reshape this roster, and this is a good adding depth move. Um, we'll see what they decide to do going forward in the cornerback position. Yeah, I mean, it did the cornerback position specifically. Sure, Max Williams, great signing, and and I've I've kind of I've softly pounded the table for more of a Kyle Uzcheck role in blocking schemes for him, moving him into the backfield to kind of give Kyler Murray. And we've seen this across the NFL, where running backs have kind of lined up a couple yards ahead of a quarterback in shotgun to try and have some sort of different blocking seams that keeps the opposing defense on edge and, 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 and on their toes. Max Williams is, it's going to be fine. He'll probably sign with the Cardinals. He'll probably retire a Cardinal if the money, if the money's right, because he is invaluable on the inside and definitely blocking. He, uh, Kevin Beecham could have used his help. Josh Jones could have used his help down the stretch last year when he was out. I'm cool with Gladney. I get it. it it's, it's, it's a light check of the box and I feel like there's a couple corners out there that, that are elder statesmen, definitely more so than a 25-year-old, that the Cardinals could bring in. Not one, but two. I mean, Stephon Gilmore, Casey Hayward, those are the two names that come to mind. Casey Hayward's been a journeyman. He was a top corner when he was with the Chargers. Stephon Gilmore, that would take that would take pressure off of everybody. Everybody. Everybody in the secondary. And I don't think Stephon Gilmore's going to garner that much of a contract. It could be a one-year, 8 or $10 million deal like Patrick Peterson got in Minnesota. You'd happily pay him, even though he's a little bit more of an advanced age than P2. And when you have a guy like Casey Hayward, who had a lot of injury concerns early on, he's played very well, well when he's been on the field. So I feel like two of those, one if not two of those guys, you'd finally have a strength in the secondary like the Cardinals once did. If you couple Byron Murphy Jr. with Stefan Gilmore, yes, that absolutely becomes a strength. No doubt about it. And then the other guys are just, you know, piece, filling in the gaps in between. You know, when, when you go to five, six corners on the field and you've got guys like Gladney and Marco Wilson who are incredibly athletic, they just are, you know, underdeveloped right now. And it's it, uh, a regular snap role is, is too much for those guys at this stage in the career. But if you bring in – that's why I think what the, the blueprint that was put in place by the Bengals last offseason when they went out and they got proven veteran guys. Sure, they're not perfect as far as corners go. They're not lockdown guys by any sense. But they're legit. And the Arizona Cardinals would take what it was an absolute just uh, liability and it would turn into 
a strength. They still have to figure out the pass rush. Like, I don't care if you have Darrell Revis out there. You, you still need to create a pass rush and still need to figure out what to do as far as the front seven. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the cornerback room would look significantly better with those two veterans that you mentioned, Gilmore and Hayward. Right. And, and, and the idea is that even though they've kind of stood pat with bringing in, you know, uh, talent from other teams from last year in free agency, and they've really only re-signed their own. There's still some guys to hit. I mean, if you want to make a splash, Darius Smith is still out there. He's going to be expensive, but the salary cap is going to balloon next year. They're going to have a lot of money off the books, and especially if they restructure this year more so than just DeAndre Hopkins and Justin Pugh, you could bring in a guy that's going to be an impact maker right away, immediately. And that's something that you won't get in the draft more than not. If no. The Cardinals, when was the last time the Cardinals paid a free agent? Like like a free agent paid somebody. Uh, like I, you oh, well, Jordan Hicks. Yeah, Jordan Hicks. Was the last one, and that wasn't even that, like that was coming on, like that wasn't even that big of a splash. That was the thing, because he had, he had major injury concerns before that, and he got a fairly team-friendly deal for how well he played in Philadelphia. Everybody does like teams do this all the time. Look at what look at what Oakland just did for a thirty plus year old dude. We're going to talk about that next. They gave him a whole lot of stinky cheese to go play in Vegas. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, locked on Cardinals. I mean, it's going to take like that's a lot of cake that he got. Chandler Jones. We'll talk about that next, and I'll get Bo's thoughts on it. It's that time of year again. It's college basketball's tournament is today today from all the latest odds contests and player props betonline.net's the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info betonline remains the best spot for all your sports scores podcasts and news this season and it's not just basketball man betonline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information um including live betting in your favorite vegas casino games head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action bet online where the game starts Second segment. I mean, he got so much money. Alex Lancy Bobrock, Locked On Cardinals. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. Make sure you're following Locked On NFL. Bodus is on Monday. Tyler Rowland of Locked On Titans and myself do it today. Um, we're covering the best stories around the NFL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Bo, so before we move on here, do you think, like, so far, how is Steve Keim done? Like, is it just incomplete? Because this is tech yesterday was technically the first day of free agency, and we've had 72 hours, and he's not just because they're not Jacksonville, because they don't have the money to spend, and who they signed is is still up in the air for how much money they were given. Um well, like, you just give them an incomplete? Yeah, until the Gladney move, I think the Arizona Cardinals were one of nine teams, according to Field Yates, that didn't acquire a player outside of the building up until that, you know, minor signing. Like, I'm not saying that Gladney's going to be a major player for this team going forward, but, you know, that, that's that's pretty shocking, especially since the last two off seasons we've seen Steve Kime be very aggressive. And he's, he was more aggressive. It, it was different. It was it was uh, apples and oranges as far as the offseason because of the cap, where they were cap-wise. And he, he got pre-free agency guys like J.J. Watt. Um, I think that I'm going to give him a C right now. 
but look, it's just like Alex and when he would talk to his professor, like you, you, you can perform a lot better than this, buddy. Like you, your, your, your effort level sucks. If you just tried at this, you could probably do a little bit better and you could get towards a B. Like, I don't think a, would, a, does a exist. Like, is there a free agent available or is there enough guys to fill in the gaps for them to get to uh, a, you know, a very successful grade at this point. But if he gets to a B and you kept the guys in place that you needed to keep in place with the Zach Hurts and the James Connors of the world, plus some, some other guys like, like Dennis Gardet, that is it uh, in what he was able to restructure and get them in a place to add. I think he could get to a solid B. I think your mic is off. Yeah, he can get to a solid B. I just don't. There, I mean, there, there's there's a lot of moves that need to be made that can't just happen here. They don't have the money. I mean, it doesn't matter. We're not going to talk about why. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I think if they can sign a corner and, and like if they were to sign Darius Smith. I would give him an A minus. You know why? Even though effort doesn't start with an A, I give him a damn A for effort. Do something. It's like that meme with whoever it is with a stick, like poking the ground. Do something. Like that's what you want. Julio Jones, they're going to sign Julio. It's either going to be Julio Jones or, um, which we'll talk about in the third segment, or uh, Jack Rabbit Jenkins. Those are Steve Kimes specials. 33 years old, guys that were all pro at one point. And now we're looking for a paycheck and can still kind of do something on the field. And even though Julio Jones missed the majority of last season, we'll talk about that next segment. Chandler Jones is getting a lot of cheese, man. Okay. It's three year 51. I think it's at three years, 51 mil, 17 mil a year to go to play for the Raiders. So it's going to be him and Max Crosby. Max Crosby became a fan favorite in like 10 minutes. People didn't know who he was, and then he knew who he was, and then he just obliterated Kyler Murray in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> and you know he he's becoming one of the better one of the better edge guys in the NFL. And him coupled with Chandler Jones, cool. I don't know. The Cardinals were never going to give him that much money, so it makes sense that they're not going to bring him back. Yeah, uh, you know. In, in addition to, I just saw this because things became official as we record this, but. Uh, Jordan Phillips was, was released today. I don't know if we knew that, but uh, as part of the moves with Gladly and, and, and Williams. But yeah, I mean, is, I, I, is Max Crosby? He's probably Mike Mayock's best addition during his tenure after he, before he got fired. Oh yeah, getting a fourth round pick. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, I, I can't remember. It's like now you need two pass rushers. How many of the Arizona Cardinals have? J.J. Watt, uh, you know, and he might play more in the interior of the line. You've got Marcus Golden, who, who had double-digit sacks, so you can count him. But you need to uh, – they, they need to bring in some bodies and, and if they don't want to suffer a significant blow to their pass rush game. You know, is it going to be like a Derek Barnett, who, you know, hasn't been that productive as far as racking up sacks, former first-rounder. Um, I know he had the big play in the Super Bowl, but – you know, as far as consistency, he's he's got some. You know, as far as the next gen stats, he's got some impressive stats. But the Arizona Cardinals need to aggressively pursue somebody at the outside linebacker, the edge position, to fill that void. I I agree. I, I think that Chandler Jones, the Cardinals were priced out on him. 
I don't know if they ever find that middle ground, even if they start negotiating before last season to get to a number that makes sense for them at his age. Yeah. And that's the interesting thing. Like there were a couple options, like teams that wanted to keep Chandler Jones. Like if you were on another squad, you would have extended him last season. Like you never let a player really go into their last year of the deal. If you want to keep them on the roster, like officially they could have added two more years, made the cap hit lower, maybe added somebody else last season that they couldn't afford. But it seemed like this was it. And this is just the next one of guys that uh, they price themselves out because of the mistakes that they've made. Like, I don't think that this is, I just don't think so. I mean, well, do you think that this is like way too much? Like say they had draft. So like, say that they had a nest egg. Okay. Say that there was, there were contracts that were coming up and they were able to fit him into the salary cap at this number. Do you think that he, do you think it would have been a good business decision to retain him for this number? No. Okay. So, I mean, it, it's it, the fact that they don't have a safety net. That's another issue. But so this was a good business decision to let him walk. It was, but it doesn't mean that your team doesn't take a hit production wise. Yeah. Oh, for know? sure. And, yeah. Uh, but to, to go maybe uh, looking underneath rocks for other, for, for production, you know, and that's what they're going to have to do. And, and Steve Kime, we talked about, do we trust him or not? We're going to have to trust him as far as finding production from some unlikely sources um and, and that's that's the thing it's like there was there just wasn't going to be that that number that made sense for both sides and i just think if, if he needs to if he's going to sign a three-year deal and he's going to make an average of 17 million per season that's just the arizona cardinals at this stage they just can't afford that and i i can't say that that's on the franchise i think that you just got prime chandler jones and you got him for a second-round pick, and he was third in the NFL in sacks during his tenure here, only behind Aaron Donald and T.J. Watt. It's like you, you got you got the best of Chandler Jones. That's great. Like good job. Now, like maybe he turns into a compensatory pick. I don't know. It depends on what they do the rest of the offseason, and then see what he looks like in the silver and black. Yeah, because what we do know coming up, and if you do any mock drafts. You'll know how many picks there are in between having one and not having one for two rounds in the fourth and the fifth round. The Arizona Cardinals are going to be facing in about a month from now, where they're going to have a hundred picks in the sixth and seventh round. But in the the meat, find a star, throw a dart at a wall. But if you have good scouts and you have a good GM who can draft, you can find real talent in the fourth and fifth round. The Cardinals are completely devoid of that because they will not have a draft pick. Alex Lancey, Bo Rock, Locked On Cardinals. Should the Cardinals sign Julio Jones? Spoiler alert. Yes, damn it. That's next. RockAuto.com. Rock Auto um, gets you out of jams. Rock Auto is the easiest thing in the world to maneuver around and to utilize. RockAuto.com always has the parts you need. Okay, so you don't have to go to a chain storefront and be like, yo, where's this part, man? And then they'll say, oh, we don't have it. Well, I can order it. It'll take two weeks. Oh, and it's going to be 40% more than what it would be on rockauto.com. I'm good. Go to rockauto.com. Their prices are reliably low. Uh, they're a family-owned business. They've been online for 20 years. They treat you like family. You know, They're not going to upcharge you because you're family. 
Um, all you have to do is go in the search box, paint, carpet, whatever for your make and model. And then two days later, four days later, boom, it's on your front doorstep. So much easier than going to a chain storefront. Price is reliably low. They're going to treat you like family. They've been online for 20 years. That's all you need to know. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. Should the Cardinals sign Julio Jones, who was just who was released yesterday by the Tennessee Titans? Yes. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna go first because I'm hosting today. Um the thing is that if you were to make me place a wager on betonline.ag, who would have better production in this offense, Julio Jones or AJ Green, when the year's over, including everything? We're not doing Madden with, with injuries turned off. I would probably say AJ Green. Because AJ Green, injury-wise, is a lower risk at this point in his career than Julio Jones and was forever seemingly. Julio Jones, if you ever draft him in fantasy, it was always questionable with a leg, questionable with a hamstring, questionable with a knee. It was always waist down, and it was every week that there was an issue. And he is an absolute specimen. When you look at it like the catch that he made in the Super Bowl is like that's top five catches for me ever. Along the sideline, long, I think it was third and third and whatever, 30-yard catch where he got his feet in. Everybody said it was incomplete because nobody on earth should be able to catch a ball like that. I still think the Cardinals should sign him. And I think they should give him a one-year, $8 million deal and have a great physical therapy regimen with him in the offseason. Like, is this not the Steve Kimes special 2022 version? Is it not? It's very reminiscent, no doubt about it. And it's not Julio's fault that the uh, Falcons offense went backwards after that. Yeah. Play, didn't they? Isn't that, and then uh, they ended up having to give the ball back to the Patriots. Uh, look, it'd just be fun. Can I just say that? It'd just be fun. One We're allowed to have fun. Yeah, we've watched. I mean, sure, it's playing Madden. Sure, as far as is he a shell of himself? Yeah, probably. Or is, is Could he be Julio Jones? Could he have, or could he be Larry Fitzgerald and have a resurgence at this age and stage in his career? Not likely. But if he, if they can somehow James Conner him and, and get him back to where he's playing consistent ball and I know James Conner missed some time for the Cardinals last season but he didn't miss as much as he did the last two seasons previous in Pittsburgh if you can get Julio Jones to playing that you know opposite DeAndre Hopkins role if you don't sign up for it I don't want to be friends with you because you don't like fun you just don't you're just a stick in the mud like just you're a stick in the mud there's other options out there like if if there's if it's would you take him over Allen Robinson for the for the well, I mean, if you if they just make it work cap wise, I mean, you and I aren't capologists, but like if if they could get a Rob or if they could get Juju, you know, is it more intriguing than those two options? And I don't mean like this is us speculating. We don't know if there's any interest in any of the trio. I mean, Allen Robinson is the gap is a lot wider for how much more positive output he could lend to a wide receiver room than Julio Jones at this point in Julio Jones's career, I think. I mean, how old is Allen Robinson? Like 28? 20, you know, yeah, 20, it, 
even though he's been around forever, he's 28. I mean, he turns 29 before the season starts. You know, that's a lot different than 33 than 32. It's like, and Allen Robinson has injury concerns as well. Allen Robinson was like chemically injured being in Chicago. And I was going to use a different thing there, but I don't want to be non-PC. Like he was chemically something because of how bad the quarterback play was there. He was oh, the play calling was atrocious. Yeah, they, well, I mean, they put him in the slot for the most part, and it's like, what was Justin? Uh, what was Justin Fields' strength? He was throwing the ball down the field. Like, what the hell were they doing? Yeah. For, but also, you know, there's reports that he quit on the team, and that's not great either. But here's the thing about it's not an original. Here's what the free agent that you're gonna get. Any any single one of these people that the Arizona Cardinals bring on board, you're gonna there's going to be red flags. This is the next wave. Like the top tier guys are gone. The guys that you shouldn't even have to worry about. Like there's going to be red flags. You have to be now you have to and Steve Kimes used to doing this, taking big swings. Um, a guy like Julio, as far as the work ethic, as far as the skill set, like I don't doubt that. But you know, the ability to stay on the field the last two seasons is is, is it's tough, um, but you know I'm here for fun uh, at this stage. And if they they do need like when we still when we kind of look at the priorities now, it still is corner, it still is pass rush, it still is playmaking opposite DeAndre Hopkins. That hasn't changed. And I mean, I wonder if he had such a bad year and a half to where you can get him for what you got AJ Green for last year. Yeah, like the pedigree is gone, right? Mm-hmm. The pedigree is gone, but Steve kind of special. Um, this is where players come back to get nursed back to health. I mean, and but his age is his age is per- like this is a perfect leverage situation for the Cardinals. You can you can validate signing him to a one year deal. You can validate not giving him ten million dollars, and you can validate letting him walk if you get outbid. Like it, it's a perfect situation that you have to kick the tires on. Um, is there any reason why you'd bring AJ Green back three mil for a year? Like I feel like he showed he got a lot. Fans are very very tough on players a lot of the time. Okay, again he had played six games with Kyler Murray, and who knows if that was Kyler Murray's fault or his fault that he didn't turn around against the Packers. And that's also not the reason for the downfall towards the tail end of the season. Okay, that was one play. What I remember is AJ Green bailing out Kyler Murray a lot on third and longs, second and longs, throwing the ball down the field where AJ Green made miraculous acrobatic catches with two defenders around him. That's what I remember. And you know what you can't get enough of? That. I'd rather have him than Antoine Wesley. And they decided they get, I mean, Antoine Wesley was a one year, I mean, it was a, it was a minor deal with how silly money is now offering him $3 million to stay around to be the third option. Like I don't, I don't see a down. Like I know we're pivoting here from AJ from Julio Jones. Same thing. It's the same thing. Like I don't think that having a six four outside wide receiver who can catch everything still would be a bad thing to take a three million dollar stab at. And you would hope that just another year in a full off season in the or- in the organization would remedy the communication errors that that were so. Uh, you know, brutal for this offense, and and one cost in the game against Green Bay. Um, you know th- that's that's going to be neat for this. You know, if you're skeptical about it, I think that you have every right to be. I think that there's been some sort of disconnect for AJ Green as far as 
him and his quarterback the last couple seasons because he hasn't been the same guy that you could rely on who was a top you know five fantasy guy for so long but look 800 yards three touchdowns he played that outside receiver position better than we've seen anybody in this cliff offense play um so look if he's a guy if he's a complimentary piece but if he's the second option in the wide receiver core because i think zach Ertz is probably your second option yeah uh, if he's your second guy i think you're in trouble everybody should be fired if he's the second guy um and just a little uh Note, Zadarius Smith just signed a $35 million deal with the Baltimore Ravens. So that makes everything that I just talked about with Zadarius Smith null and void. If the Cardinals... Like, if the Cardinals sign Von Miller or something like that, like, I got to put a moratorium on myself. We're only three days into free agency. Alex Nancy Bobrock, Locked on Cardinals. We'll talk to you tomorrow.